The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode 104 of the Adam Shine Podcast and... My goodness, you want to talk about perfection. Mike North, the NFL Vice President of Broadcast Planning and Scheduling, he is brilliant, and it is also incredible behind the scenes on how the NFL schedule gets put together, why they pick the primetime games, week number one, the emphasis on the unbelievable games, the Christmas schedule, Deshaun Watson's availability, what's next for the NFL schedule. I learned a lot. He's brilliant. He's detailed. We did this interview originally on Friday on our radio show on Shine on Sports, and it was so perfect. We said, hey, we got to put this on the podcast because this this is spicy. It's educational. And I I think the NFL nailed it in terms of the schedule. And you'll hear Mike and I talk about it. They did a brilliant job with the week one games. The week one games, there's sizzle, there's power, there are rivalries. It's, It's perfect. A game like Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, that's awesome. A divisional game like the Chargers and the Raiders or the Saints and the Falcons, one of my favorite rivalries, that's that's phenomenal. But they nailed it in terms of the primetime games. I've been screaming since the Monday after the Super Bowl, start the season with what should have been the Super Bowl, what will be my Super Bowl prediction for this upcoming year, Bills and Rams. So I love that that is, is the season opener. Everyone's going to be fired up for that in terms of the start of the season. Tom Brady at Dallas, I mean, you know, that's going to set all sorts of records. You know, America's team and, you know, America's sweetheart and Tom Brady and Russell Wilson returning to Seattle. Are you kidding me? That's as spicy and perfect as it gets and do it early because I think that the Seahawks are going to be atrocious this year. And I just I'm get so excited about these point spreads for for week number one oh i'm already looking at the gambling for week number one you know pittsburgh and cincinnati cincy covering the six and a half point spread i think jacksonville is going to cover with the washington commanders still not used to that by the way the commanders favored by four against jacksonville oh i love that we have miami and new england in the first week of the season give me the dolphins to win and cover the Three-point spread. I think the lock of the week is going to be Baltimore smashing the Jets. Green Bay and Minnesota. Green Bay favored by one and a half. I'm ready for the season to start. I I can't get enough 
Mike North, the NFL Vice President of Broadcast Planning and Scheduling, featured guest on the Out of Time Podcast next. You don't want to miss it. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Hey, everyone. Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The featured guest this week on the Adam Shine Podcast, the NFL Vice President of Broadcast Planning and Scheduling, the great Michael North. Mike, thanks for joining us. How are you? Doing great today, Adam. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. Can you take a breath today? I, I mean, after all those months of planning, is, is today the day to take a breath or are you still not, answering? You have to deal with people yet. like me. Yeah, no, not just yet. Look, happy to talk to people like you. Love the fact that people care about this, want to learn more about it. How did you get here? Why did you decide this? What's new? What's different? Always happy to talk to you guys. What we're kind of, or at least I am, still kind of holding my breath and waiting uh, is to hear the reaction from the clubs, from the broadcast partners. You know, when everybody gets their schedule, that initial reaction right away is one thing. You know, whatever the emotion is, it is. And then you've got to go to work. We've got to write a press release. We've got to start booking hotels and uh, production trucks and, and flights, and everybody goes to work. It's really two, three, four days later when people have had a chance to think about it, digest it, ruminate on it a little bit. And then I'm always waiting for that, you know, guy in the communications department or the scouting department that pulls a nugget out of left field. And did you know this is the 11th time in 12 years that we've had to play the Cowboys coming off of a rest disparity? You know, those are the things that I'm still kind of holding my breath on, just waiting to see. Um, I'll be I'll be glad when uh, the dust settles in a couple of more days and everybody's sort of gotten whatever they have to complain about out already. I love that. And, and listen, we, we talk about the schedule all the time. I'm obsessed with it. The audience is obsessed with it. 
You know, I wanted Bills Rams on the Monday after the Super Bowl. That that was my call. That was my prediction. That was my prediction for the Super Bowl last year. We were that close to getting it. That's going to be my prediction for the Super Bowl this year. So we could end up getting this. You know, if you do a power rankings, Bills Rams could be at the top. Take me and the audience through the process of the Buffalo Bills and the Rams. Was this a no-brainer for you guys? Not a no-brainer. Absolutely not. It, it might end up with some real neat symmetry if it's the first game of the year and the last game of the year if they meet each other in the Super Bowl. But uh, definitely not a slam dunk from day one. Obvious lock it in and don't think about it especially because the Rams have a really good home slate this year. You just think about all the Rams' home opponents that might have made sense for kickoff. You could have put Dallas in there. Remember, they went to Tampa last year for kickoff. You can never go wrong with using the Cowboys in that window. They host San Francisco, obviously. Those two teams, the Rams and Niners, played three really good games last year. Would have had no problem with that one as our lid lifter. Uh, They host... Denver, they host the Raiders. I mean, they had so many good games, any one of which might have been a really good kickoff game for us. So the truth is, because we don't build the schedule by hand anymore, and, you know, in the days of Al Pinchback, that would have been the first game we hung up, and then we would have just started going from there and never would have had a chance to go back and go left instead of going right. So we can use our software and our hardware now to go down all these different avenues and look down all these different branches of the search tree and dig down all these different rabbit holes. We absolutely, at some point along the way, looked at Dallas for kickoff, looked at Denver for kickoff, looked at the for kickoff Um, but once we started seeing more and more schedules with Buffalo in there kind of to your point it just felt right you know it just felt good and you know Josh Allen is a superstar we have been slowly but surely uh, getting the bills and and that quarterback more and more national television over these past couple years they had their first Monday night game a couple years ago they've been on Thanksgiving you remember they went to Dallas a couple of years ago on Thanksgiving then to New Orleans Uh, We've been slowly but surely kind of rolling Josh Allen out to our fans, and they have been responding uh, by following him on Instagram and watching him on television and buying his jerseys, uh, you know, all Josh Allen all the time as far as I'm concerned. So uh, having that game in week one, you know, that's the one game everybody's going to point to for the next four months until we finally get there. What a good one to have hanging out there as as our leadoff hitter. Oh, it's great. And you said a couple of things that I found interesting in that answer. And, and look, I, I love watching Josh Allen in isolation. And, you know, America does as well. Do you pay attention to things like social media, Instagram following, jersey sales? I mean, Josh Allen is a superstar. And, you know, superstar is on the field and also off the field as well. Are we now in that 2022 mode of you're paying attention to those ways you measure a a superstar for your purposes? Absolutely, yes. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, George Orwell, Big Brother is watching, but every (laughs) single time... You know, an NFL fan interacts with the NFL, that's a data point for us. So what are you tweeting about? Whose jersey are you buying? Who are you adding to your fantasy teams now in states where sports betting is legalized? Who are you betting on? You know, every time a fan interacts with our game, they're telling us what they care about. They're telling us what's interesting to them. We wouldn't be doing our jobs if we weren't listening to that. So our fans are telling us, they're showing us that they care about the Bills. They care about the Bengals. They care about, obviously, the Cowboys and the Packers and Tom Brady. I mean, those are stalwarts. But, you know, these new and kind of up-and-coming, all these good young quarterbacks, Herbert, you know, Mahomes, uh, Jackson, all these guys, they're telling us every single day 
what they're interested in. We wouldn't be doing our jobs if we weren't listening to them. So we're trying every day to hear them get a little better and, and really use that feedback to kind of deploy these 272 games, these 272 assets. You know, they belong to the fans. We're not doing our jobs. Like, take that Buffalo-KC game this year, right? It was maybe the best postseason game we've ever had last yep. year. Yep. You know, you knew they were going to play each other again this year, so where do you want to use it? How do you want to put it out to the world? If we put that game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on CBS with eight other games going on and this game only available in 14% of the country, we're not doing our jobs. Enough of our fans want to see that rematch that you got to make sure it's in a national window. So you put it at 425 on Sunday afternoon on CBS, and it might get 25 or 30 million viewers. That's um, how we try to listen to our fans and put the best assets in the best windows. Oh, I love that, and I love your, that comment on Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals too. Now, it was a great breakdown in terms of, all right, it wasn't obvious, but it was you know something that made all the sense in the world in terms of the Bills and, and the Rams. You know, I said, I joked, you know, I could see you putting your feet up on your desk and, you know, having a huge smile. Okay, Dallas, you know, America's team taking on Tom Brady on Sunday Night Football. I mean, you know, you, you might as well just, you know, throw up a couple of dollar bills and say, all right, this, this is going to be fun. I mean, that's a ratings bonanza like no other. Mike, was that Captain Obvious for you on, on Sunday night to start the season? Yeah, again, that's a game that had a lot of possible homes, right? That This Cowboys-Tampa game could have gone Sunday night, could have gone Monday night, could have gone Thursday night, could have gone to a Fox doubleheader, could have gone to a CBS doubleheader. Do you play it early in the season? Do you play it late in the season? That's one of those really good, you know, fan-friendly assets that wherever you use it, you know it's going to be a home run. But to your point before, you know, we've got four months ahead of us I mean, I wish the season was starting tomorrow, but we got four months to wait. You want to have something in week one that we could all kind of look at and say, I can't wait to get there. You really want to get all really strong out of the gate. And if you think about what we've done here in week one, you got the Bills and the Rams on Thursday night. You come back on Sunday afternoon again with this double-double header, you know, four games in every market, both CBS and Fox get a big 425 window, and we're going to run it back just like we did last year. Green Bay in the late window on Fox, Kansas City in the late window on CBS. That's a lot of football to ask our fans to watch opening weekend. So you know that the NBC game on Sunday night, not just week one, but every week, you know, you're asking for hours seven, eight, and nine of, of our fans to stay glued to their television. You've got to give them something that makes it worth it to them. So Tampa Dallas should check that box. And then you kind of bookend the weekend with the Monday nighter, Denver, Seattle, Russell Wilson's return to the Pacific Northwest. We feel like it's a really, really fun, uh, exciting, sexy week one. Oh, it's, it's, it's sexy. And, you know, I feel like last year, and you articulated it, and I think it was also important for last year, fans coming back, you know, the expansion in terms of the extra week, and, you know, post-COVID, I thought that was great in terms of having sizzling week one games. Because in the past, Mike, I mean, you're the NFL. You, you could schedule whatever you want, and people are going to be excited football's back. Last year, you went for the jugular in week one, and I thought it was phenomenal. This week, I think it's the jugular on speed. I mean, these week one matchups, you know, the double-double header, as you reference, how important was that for you? I mean, Saints-Falcons, that's an unbelievable rivalry. You know, Miami has this robust offseason. Okay, here's New England week one, Chargers-Raiders. How much of week one scheduling was there a method to the madness? Yeah, look, this may be the new normal for us now going forward. To your point before, you felt like maybe in years past, 
you know, you could roll out just about anything in week one, and everybody's just so starved for football that they'll be there. You know, Roger, all commissioner, excuse me, I should not call him Roger, the commissioner <laughs> of the National Football League, you know, always says that, you know, when you get to, you know, that lofty perch, when you get to number one, you know, the surest way to fall out of number one is to keep doing whatever you were doing to get there. You got to keep trying something different. You got to keep innovating. You got to keep trying, you know, again, to listen to our fans. We rolled out this really big week one last year, like you said, and they responded in record numbers. Yeah. I'm not sure we're doing the right thing if we now turn around and say, hey, never mind. That was a one year only experiment. I think this might be the new normal. Let's put some really good stuff in week one. Everybody's going to be interested, of course, but, you know, to your point, you got a lot of really big games there that are going to really matter and there's only 17 games right every one of these matter you cannot afford to let one slip away so you know we're in playoff mode really from day one in our league and you know to your point all these division games and you look in the first half you didn't even mention pittsburgh cincy yeah you know i think i heard or i read somewhere this might be the first time at least in a long time that those two teams have actually met each other in week one so there's an awful lot of really good inventory in week one but one of the things we loved about this particular schedule is it's not just week one that's loaded it feels like all throughout the schedule there's big games there's musty tv there's things you know you're going to make plans to watch some of them are at 9 30 in the morning this might be the best international slate of games we've ever put together without we've got a question. New partner now with our streaming service over on amazon so got to make sure there's good games there you know you and i are probably amazon prime consumers oh, if yeah. not our kids will help us find it but our parents you know somebody's gonna have to help my mom find prime but we will <laughs> and the way to do that is to make sure that there's good games there so you know you see this thursday night schedule and you know we announced chiefs chargers early but there's a baltimore tampa in there a tennessee green bay a buff new england a dallas tennessee there's a lot of really good games not just on amazon but all throughout the schedule all throughout the year you know now we just kind of cross our fingers and hope you know the teams that we hope are going to be good uh, are still going to be good, and the quarterbacks we're counting on are, are going to be there and not get injured. And as always, as you know, there's always somebody we didn't see coming. There's always new playoff teams every year. You have no idea. It could be Carolina. It could be Jacksonville. It could be Houston. None of us know. We'll adjust as we go. Our fans will tell us what they want to see, and we'll try to get it to them. In any way, shape, or form, did you factor in availability or ask questions about availability for Deshaun Watson when doing the Cleveland schedule? Uh, the honest answer to your question is no. None of us know. None of us know if he's going to be here all year, if he's not going to be here at all. None of us know if what is going to happen. And it might not even happen this year, Adam. I mean, sure, I don't know enough sure. about the legal system, but, you know, we could be a year or two away from all these things finally settling. Um, the answer to your question is no. And as you look at the Cleveland schedule, you see they've got a national television game in week three, a national noted, television yeah. game in week eight, an opportunity to be back on national television and the NFL Network and the Saturday pool in week 15. So there's a game in the first third, a game in the middle, and a game in the last third. No idea what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know anything more than you do at this point. Um, so the the answer, honest answer to your question is we, we really didn't think about it. I, with one caveat, I will tell you, um, we knew that Houston and Cleveland were obviously going to play each other this year. And, you know, Cleveland at Houston uh, is going to mean something. I'll be honest with you, we did see a schedule somewhere along the hundreds of thousands that we looked at this year where uh, that game was in week number one. And I'm just not sure that would have been the right place for it, right? That's maybe not the right, you know, 
game that we want all eyes on, attention on, you know, taking attention away from some of these other big ten polls like we talked about in week one. So other than maybe really just thinking about where that actual Cleveland at Houston game fell, there really wasn't a whole lot of attention paid because, honestly, none of us know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's a brilliant point, and that, that's an honest answer, which is what I thought looking at the schedule. I Look, I would have considered it. I, I think you answered it perfectly in terms of the I don't know because I don't know, you don't know, nobody knows. So that's an honest answer, too. And also, I like that on, on Houston and Cleveland. That's an excellent point. Mike, the Christmas Day scheduling. Oh, boy. I, I, I am so obsessed with this on so many levels. First of all, why is the NFL going to be on Christmas? Because they can. And I'm going to watch, and everyone's going to watch. A couple of things went noted to me. Tell me if I'm right, wrong, or indifferent. Warm weather cities in December on Christmas, I thought that went noted. Matchups are unbelievable. By the way, you think of the NBA on Christmas, you're going to have a game in L.A., take that, Lakers. You're going to have a game in Miami. The Bucks, I'm sure, are going to be featured. The Packers are going to be on, on Christmas. You know, the Phoenix Suns are going to be on Christmas. Oh, by the way, Tom Brady's going to be in Arizona. Take me through if I'm making any of this up in terms of coincidences in terms of the Christmas Day games. I'll go all the way back to your first question. Why is the NFL playing on Christmas? The easiest answer I can give you for this year is Christmas is Sunday. You know, we play <laughs> games on Sunday. Uh, we, we did take the bulk of our games like we have done in the past, took the Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock CBS and Fox games, moved them to Saturday afternoon, um, but then started talking with our partners at CBS and Fox, and they said, hey, listen, you know, we'd be interested if you would consider it. Uh, in taking maybe one of those Saturday games and, and moving it to Sunday and having an opportunity for another national window, uh, another big game. And again, I'll go back to what I said a couple of minutes ago. We're, we're listening to our fans here. You know, last couple of years, we've played on Christmas, right? We had Minnesota, New Orleans a couple yep. of years ago. Yep. We had Green Bay, Cleveland, and Indy, Arizona last year. The fans are watching. I mean, it was fortunate we had good games and, and games with playoff implications. Our crystal ball, you know, here we are trying to guess what's going to be relevant, uh, you know, late December. I, I hope we're right. Um, but kind of to your point, one way to be right is to kind of bank on quarterbacks and teams that you trust. And you really can't go wrong with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. You can't go wrong with Tom Brady and the Bucks. You can't go wrong with the Super Bowl champions. So uh, I, I do feel like once we started talking with our network partners and everybody was kind of interested on Christmas, um, finding the right mix of games, finding the right kind of superstar, both quarterbacks and brands, um, I wouldn't necessarily tell you you're right on the weather. Uh, and I'll give you an honest answer here as well. When we started kind of coalescing around, hey, how about Green Bay for Christmas again? They were open to it. They were great. We reached out to the Packers. They said, yep, we did it last year. We quite enjoyed the win. We'll be happy to do it again, home or away, no problem. So when we started thinking about a Packers game for Christmas, very easily could have ended up at home. And obviously the weather in Green Bay would have been very different than the weather in Miami. Uh, and then as we started thinking about possible opponents, you know, we think Miami's going to be there at the end. We were also talking a lot about a division game, maybe like a Green Bay-Chicago. 
you know, Bears-Packers is one of these all-time great rivalries. I think yeah. it's the oldest one we have. You couldn't go wrong by putting that one on Christmas as well. So, honest answer, Green Bay kind of got comfortable with them on Christmas relatively early in the process, but they very easily could have played at home. They could have played in Chicago. Um, you know, I might submit that maybe a little snow on Christmas might have made more sense. So, who knows? <laughs> we'll see what happens when we get there, but uh, feel real good about Christmas uh, this year, and again, our fans will tell us if they care. Our fans will tell us if they're going to watch. And, and don't forget, you know, next year, looking ahead to 2023, Christmas falls on a Monday. That is also an NFL day. So uh, I would expect there to be, you know, certainly at least one game next year, if if not more, on Christmas again. What about Black Friday? No game this year. The day after Thanksgiving, Peter King had that report. Michael, I find myself the day after Thanksgiving watching more college basketball that I don't care about. Like, everyone's lazy. They're on their couch. You know, now with the Amazon partnership, the Prime partnership, I mean, people are doing their holiday shopping that day online, on Amazon. Will we eventually – and now I know there's a World Cup game this year. I, you know, I, and I'll watch it. And I was hopeful we'd get an NFL game this year on, on that Friday after Thanksgiving what were we close to that, and is there a plan for that down the road? Yeah, look, obviously not my decision. That uh, decision is going to be made well above my pay grade. But uh, your point about you know one of the biggest retail partners, one of the biggest retailers in the world, uh, on one of the biggest retail days uh, of the year, now being a broadcast partner of the National Football League, it does almost kind of make too much sense you know so uh, not up to me I don't know exactly what's going to happen but we've certainly kicked it around with Amazon we've kicked it around with ownership Um, didn't quite get there this year look we've got enough kind of new you know lessons to be learned if you will um, with the Amazon package this year Uh, I think we're all going to learn a little bit something about how the fans adapt how they find the games which games they go find uh, and if it's as successful as we all hope it's going to be. And again, part of that's going to be driven by the schedule. You know, we're not doing them any favors if we don't give them some really big, juicy games to point to and kind of have as tent poles throughout the season. Uh, I think you can tell from the schedule we're, we're committed to this partnership and, and we're committed to this broadcast package or this streaming package working for our fans. Um, certainly would not be surprised if somewhere down the road, you know, that big retail day for that big retail partner uh, who also happens to be a broadcast partner uh yeah i I think there's a reasonably good uh, expectation that at some point down the road here you you may find an nfl game on that day we're always looking at new windows right like we said before these 9 30 a.m sundays never a consideration until just a few years ago right here we are on the holidays now maybe black friday's a holiday we'll see um but yeah i I think uh it'll certainly be something we'll continue to talk about with our partner and i would not be surprised at all if you see an nfl game there in the future i love it mike great stuff really congratulations i know the work that you and and the entire team put in you know just amazing the fans are foaming at the mouth great job as always great explanations and we always appreciate the time and you know, maybe at some point next week you'll be able to take a little breath and really just a tremendous, tremendous job. Thank you. Appreciate it. The team worked really hard. There's an awful lot of people that contribute to this. Um, you know, the, the truth of the matter is we, we will catch our breath for a couple of days, but we will really start thinking about uh, next year 
very, very soon. The new media deals kick in. There's new windows. There's new partners. It's going to be a game on Peacock. We're going to see, like you said, about Black Friday. We've got this Monday night doubleheader this year in week two where you've got the ESPN and ABC side-by-sides. We've got three of those coming next year. So next year is going to look very different. We're probably going to have to start thinking about it and toying with it a little bit, uh, not, not, not just maybe today, but uh, we'll give it a couple of days and, and, and start thinking about it for next year pretty soon. Mike, you're the best. Congrats on everything. We appreciate the time. Thanks. Always a pleasure. Take care. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM, our listeners on Pandora. Thank you to our listeners on Apple Podcasts and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round, so please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my radio show, Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, Sirius XM, Man Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. The Adam Shine Podcast is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer of the Adam Shine Podcast, the great Bob Stew. The associate producer, Chris Tyler and Andrew Emmer. Sound designed by my guy, Robert Moore. And special thanks to SiriusXM Senior, Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the iconic Steve Cohen. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.